welcome to today's episode of I Get It. We are recording our very first episode in our RV. <laughs> it's an and RV. The, you tell by all these cabinets. The only space that we have to do this is on our bed in our bedroom. So I'm gonna we're gonna have to post a picture of what the behind the, the okay. scenes of this looks like. Yeah. Because it's pretty rigged up. And also we have two kids officially asleep two watching a movie and we're like the clock is ticking so today we are talking all about limiting beliefs and yeah we're kind not of a hurry. limiting belief that we couldn't make this work right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not far behind you so <laughs> let's get started welcome to i get it a podcast for the modern woman who doesn't want to live mediocre we're balancing babies on our hips typing out that important email and flipping pancakes at the same time not to mention keeping things steamy with our husbands right before we put our face mask on for the night. It's not easy, and you are not alone. I'm your host, Tara Wages, and I get it. Welcome to today's episode of I Get It. I am your host, Tara Wages, and this is my husband who can rig anything. If you ever need like a car packed and it's you, you're like, there's no way this can happen. Or you need to hang lights and just create something out of nothing. This man right here is the man for the job and his name is Wes Wages. Thank you, Boy Scouts. <laughs> I'm so glad. you. I really think that Boy Scouts has attributed so much to who you are. Oh, hands down, without a doubt. It was yeah. great. It was an awesome experience. Met some of my best but, friends in my I mean, life the, and I learned a lot. The initiative that you take, the ways you put things together like you can literally make something out of nothing and i really do think it comes from boy scouts yep you don't give up on stuff yeah this is always Scout. be prepared always be prepared <laughs> and you were so cute in your little khaki uniform and your yeah. sash i was a big boy you were a very big boy <laughs> and your khakis were probably three sizes bigger than they needed to have been yeah i didn't wear jeans <laughs> i never wore jeans until i got to like actual university like i did community college and when i went to university i was like i might as well start wearing some jeans now. <laughs> so, well you turned a into a, a good looking eagle scout so Thanks. you grew out of that awkward phase do you ever do girl scouts never did girl scouts anything like it i i didn't do anything my parents sorry i'm throwing y'all under the bus <laughs> if you didn't play softball you did nothing yeah and there's a lot of kids too if you knew the number of times that softballs have hit me in the face <laughs> You would be surprised that I played as many years as I did. Yeah. For some reason, any sport that involves a ball, it just right in the face. And I know this is a limiting belief that I've told myself that I belief. can't do it. Um, but I was really terrible at softball. So I didn't get I didn't really do anything. Yeah, still to this day, Tara will not play any type of sports involving balls. Nothing. I, I've always wanted to play tennis. Yeah. That's still a goal of mine. Um, I also always wanted to be a ballerina and had to stop. We couldn't afford ballet lessons. I mean, the you know, parents of ballerinas, you know how expensive that junk is. And so I went back and did ballet in mm -hmm. college as a sophomore in college because Wes Wages encouraged me to. He was like, chase your dreams, do it. So I went to a class. I was 19 years old, 20 years old. And I was in there with 14 year olds, yeah. you know, from like 12 to 14. And they thought at first I was the biggest loser in the whole world. <laughs> and when I went to go get my tutu um, done, you know, like hemmed and taken in altered, 
The lady was like, man, I've never altered a tutu this big. (laughs) (laughs) But I still chase that dream. It was a husky, husky time. I was was just a normal girl, but I'm curvy, you know, so I'm not definitely, I'm definitely not the ballerina figure, but yeah. Tell me about limiting beliefs. So limiting beliefs. Thanks for just doing that transition there. Um, what we're talking about really does apply to that. They are these stories that we tell ourselves that hold us back from our fullest potential. Like I've always wanted to be a ballerina or I've always wanted to go. No. Well, like I couldn't be a ballerina because I was too curvy. Yeah. Like I don't have the body type to do that. I can't do that. And so I have a list of what different types of limiting beliefs that are very common for our demographic, Mm -hmm. you know. 30 adults, you know, not just little kids. Um, But limiting beliefs ultimately keep you stuck where you're at. And this is something that I am currently working through for myself. And I've talked through a lot of the things that I am working through on very specifically through other podcasts. But this is just a great introduction to the, the full story of what they are. And my team, the guys would laugh if they know that I'm the one leading this podcast on limiting beliefs. Cause there's so many times I'll make a statement in the office and Luke is like, well, that sounds like a limiting belief to you. <laughs> you know, this is a Michael Hyatt language. Yeah. So they, they call me out and I need to be called out yeah. and I'm working through a lot of the stories that I tell myself that have kept me stuck for many, many years. Now I want to be clear because I think a lot of people confuse limiting beliefs with fear. Mm-hmm. Because fear also holds you back. But there's a very big difference. Fear is an emotion. Fear is something that we feel that we cannot control. We don't get to control our emotions. And fear is there to keep you safe. We have a podcast on fear. That's our very first podcast we ever did. I definitely yep. recommend you going and finding episode one. Um, but they, it's what you feel. And the difference is... Uh, The limiting belief isn't what you feel, but it's something, it's the story. It's a narrative in your head that is not real. Um, It's something that we believe. As adults, some of the most popular, I guess, limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves are, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I'll be judged. I am not as good as fill in the blank. I'm not successful. I can't be successful because I didn't graduate college. There are Mm. things that hold us back from jumping into what it is that we want to be doing and that we lie to ourselves. It's really anything that starts with, I can't. And that is something that we are, I struggle with a lot. Um, And that we are struggling with as parents now looking at our kids and hearing them. Like we just went to the pool as a family, like, we tried to wear our kids out this morning so they would take a nap so we could do this. Went to the pool and we have the kid that's like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And yeah. we're already hearing these stories come up in them and how we navigate that with them and through it. Because we don't want this to be what I've experienced as an adult trying to break these down. Um, the same thing that our daughter and our sons are going to have to navigate as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I thought that I could like break down a few of my personal beliefs, things that I have told myself over the last several years that have kept me in this box, you know, 
Um, one huge one for me is you're not pretty enough to blank. And I know a lot of us women, we are on Instagram, we are following these models, you know, like one of the ladies that I follow was a legit ballerina in New York, has had five kids, a set of twins, like her chin is so chiseled, absolutely beautiful. And so I tell myself, you're not pretty enough. To, to do this. People aren't going to follow you if you don't look a certain way all of the time. That's a limiting belief. Another huge one that I've told myself for years is I'm bad at sex. I'm just bad at it. Mm. And that's definitely a limiting belief. Yeah. Period. Like there's nothing I can do about it. I'm bad at it. I'm just going to accept that, which newsflash. That's not true. <laughs> um, what do I have to say that actually matters? You know, I've talked about, I've put this podcast off doing it for two and a half years. We've had these microphones, like we've had the equipment for a long time and I just didn't do it because I believed who's actually going to listen. Yep. Um, I'm too tired to literally everything. <laughs> yeah, let's say. To wake up. Fill in the blank. I'm too <laughs> tired to. And I know that's something a lot of you relate to. I don't have a big enough following. This is something that Wes hears all the time when he's trying to get me to create content or do things online or start a different, you know, thing, a, a different business, an e-course, something like that. I'm like, well, I don't have enough people following me. Who's going to buy it? Nobody's going to buy something from me because I'm just not big enough. Even with this podcast, I really struggled with that. Um, blank will talk about me behind my back. You know, I've mm. lived in so much fear of, you know, like I'm so important. You know, people are going to just like dive in. Let's just sit here and talk about to your wages. And I'm sure it might happen, you know, but I wouldn't Who do anything. cares? I really struggle with it. So uh, one time Tier bought me these pizza shoes. Yeah. And. <laughs> The shoes, I mean, they're, they're vans. Oh, sorry. I say pizza. That's Lee. Um, the taco shoes. And I mean, they're, you know, they're pink shoes with tacos all over them. So they're like awesome. super bright. I mean, that's something you would see like, you know, celebrity wearing or something like that just because they're like funky or something. And um, I really liked them. Uh, I love the colors and I love the tacos, but I was so nervous to even just wear them out. I was like, people Which are going to look at me and they're going to be like. So unlike you. It is. So I finally built up enough courage. I wore the shoes and for the first bit, nobody even noticed them, which was, I mean, they're really bright. You know what I mean? They're on their feet. I was like, man, do I need to show people or something like that? But uh, yeah, for the <laughs> longest like you time. you secretly wanted people to notice yeah. it. Well, I mean, I was just so afraid that people were going to be like, oh, you know, look at this guy trying to wear these shoes. You know what I mean? But nobody even noticed for a while, you know? Uh, and then people started making comments and, you know, it's cool because people are like, oh, I like your shoes. You're like, okay, cool. I have got more confidence, more confidence. I can wear these more places. But um, And then he wore literal, like the sole came off of they them. Did. Yep. <laughs> I do like my taco shoes. I don't have any more, but. Yeah. And so, which that it's, that is so crazy to hear you tell a story about you experiencing yeah. shame from what other people would say because you don't deal with that right. very often yeah. where it is a daily struggle and a daily battle. And I think it has to do with the Enneagram. You know, I think that is just tied to my type. I'm a type three. So what other people think of me matters so much, but I've allowed it to become 
a story that I tell myself to the point where I just don't do things because I don't want people to say anything about me. You know, it's just easier to go unnoticed. And so those things have ultimately, they've kept me small. They've kept me in a box and I do feel safe in that box, but I also feel like I'm missing something because I know that I'm called to do something. I know that I'm supposed to be doing more than just sitting back, waiting for clients to message me, shooting weddings, doing the same thing I'm always doing. And it's not that I'm unhappy doing those things. Again, I just know that there's something bigger inside of me and allowing these things to keep me from it. I mean, even just sex, like we talk about that a lot because I've just believed this story for so long that now that I'm actually on the other side of that limiting belief, it just gives me a sneak peek of if I can just jump over all of these other ones, what could be over there? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And also like the longer that I stay in this box, the more behind I feel like I am, which is also ironically another one of my limiting beliefs that I've started too late. I'm too far behind. I am just not there. I should have done these things sooner. And I tell myself this and all that does is keep me more and more behind. So This, these are the things that I'm now trying to implement in myself to combat these stories that I'm telling myself. And number one, the first thing I did was I actually sat down and I listed them out. Like I made a list of these stories that I tell myself that hold me back and who I think I am. You know, I don't deserve to make enough money or X amount of money. Like money is bad. Rich people are awful. Those are, that's a limiting belief around money. Um, And so I just like broke down every area of my life to see what am I telling myself? And then on a separate part, I thought, okay, what do I actually want? What are my priorities? Is my priority actually to have a super big following on Instagram? No, no. I don't necessarily care about that specific number. Now, my priority is to have an audience, an engaged audience and people that will listen. So I need to shift that limiting belief from away from the number and focus on what it is that I'm actually wanting and deciding what my priorities are, what we as a family actually want, Mm -hmm. what we need, and then combating together, you know? So after then I lay out my priorities and I see what it is I actually want and how these beliefs are contributing to it, then I'm able to call myself out. That's really the biggest part of it. It's a now. And what what do you say to yourself in that moment? So if I notice that I say like, I can't do this, or if I feel that thought come into my head, I'm able to like light bulb goes off. I can hear myself say it and I can combat. I can go against it and be like, no, I I can do this or it doesn't matter what they think or whatever that moment is. I'm able to fight against it because I'm aware of it before when I wasn't aware of it. I just believe the story, Yeah, you know? So I've just learned these trigger words that I have. And and one of the biggest ones is I can't 
Um, and I'm able to notice that trigger and then tell myself, stop, stop believing that and then go against it. It's really just a practice of mindfulness and being aware of what it is that I'm doing. Yep. I always say, like we go through this a lot, you know, but I always say, like, what is the absolute worst that could happen? You yeah. know what I mean? You know, somebody may think, oh, well, this person's probably going to talk about me behind my back and say things that make me feel insecure, you know? Cool. <laughs> Let them do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I understand as a type three, I mean, that means a lot to you. But like, at the end of the day, worst thing possible, that's not so bad. I understand. Just tell that to my brain and my heart. Yeah. You know? It's not so bad. It's not. <laughs> Sorry, I was just telling her brain and her heart. So Yeah, and I mean, so the next thing that goes along with what you just said, the fourth thing to do is then to practice speaking truth to yourself because we believe the stories that we're telling ourselves. So if I'm always saying, I'm bad at sex, I'm bad at sex, I'm bad at sex, am I ever going to be good at sex? No. No. If I'm always telling myself, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time, will I ever have the time? Michael no. Hyatt says, limiting beliefs lead to liberating truths. Oh. And I loved, I love the word liberating before that because it's so freeing of like, it, that frees you from everything that you just thought about. You said, you know, I'm bad at sex, but I'm actually not. You know what I mean? It's like the truth is that with practice, we can be good. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. And with as far as time management goes, creating a schedule, waking up early, stick, you know, don't get distracted by my phone. Like we have enough time. And so speaking the truth into my brain and creating a schedule around what I want my day to look like, understanding that I'm a mom of four and that things are going to change. I'm able to do way more than I thought that I would be able to. And this is something that Wes, you have always, even before all of this, you know, vocabulary came into our lives, you have put into place. Mm. There were so many times you would hear a family member or somebody say, well, I can't afford that, or I don't have enough money for that. And you say, no, that's just not a priority, you know? And so as far as money goes, we have so many limiting beliefs around money and it's like, no, maybe just your gym membership isn't a priority or you getting your nails done isn't a priority. You know, like whatever those things are that you think you want, you can shift things around and make them a priority, which is why step number two is so important to figure out what are your priorities? What yeah. do you actually want? Yeah. And then ultimately getting to that moment of speaking that truth over yourself. And that's something that I'm starting to practice and really starting to realize of saying these things. And we're doing it with our kids as well. Like we're telling our kids, like, repeat after me, I can do hard things. I can do hard things. So when they're out there and we're trying to get them to practice riding their bike and we have the one who doesn't want to <laughs> practice because I just can't do it. We have them say over and over again, I can do hard things. I can do hard things. Next thing we know, what are they doing? Riding their bike. Riding their bike. You know, so when we speak positive, when we speak truth, when we speak these powerful words of ourselves and stop believing lies that can excel us into doing the things that we actually want to do yep. and stop being afraid of the failure that can come, which that's a whole nother podcast topic. Yep. But, um, yeah, I, sorry, I'm just thinking about a few things in marriages. Uh, yeah. What are some limiting beliefs that maybe husbands or wives have, you know? Oh, I actually meant to write this stuff down too. Yeah. 
I think one of them would be, I can't forgive. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that's, I mean, obviously husband and wife relationship, there's going to be times, you know, saying I can't forgive is such a limiting belief. Yeah. And say, I, you know, I can work towards forgiveness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, What are some more probably for marriages? Um, One that somebody actually said to me this week was she said, uh, like she's believed that she's just a doormat for her mm. family. You know, that, that she's just there for them to walk all over her. And now that's a narrative that she tells herself um, that she is starting to combat, to stand up for herself and be like, no, you need to take care of yourself. You need to do this. These are my boundaries. But for so long, she just believed this lie of like, I'm just here to only serve them their every beck and call and d- don't do anything for myself, you know? Yeah. So I think the part of that limiting belief for a lot of moms are my needs aren't important. You know, I think that it comes back to like m- what I need doesn't matter. I'm only here to take care of everybody else. Yeah. That, li- that liberating truth may be just buying a weekend away. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, just like asking or speaking up and saying what it is that you actually need yeah. and realizing that you can't take care of everybody until you take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I think there's so many couples and families that say like, oh, I mean, travel is a huge one. I mean, we're literally sitting in an RV right now with wheels. We can go anywhere. But so many people say, oh, I really wish I could have seen the Grand Canyon, you know, in my life or something like that. I'm like, just get in the car. It's not that far away. Literally get in the car right now. You can make it there in a couple of days. You know what I mean? And flights right now are super cheap, guys. You know, just wear a mask. It's not that hard. Um, You know what I mean? Especially, it's just, why not? Like. You'll take a weekend and go to the beach, right? You'll take a whole week there and spend a couple thousand dollars, right? But just spending that on gas just to get to the Grand Canyon, just to see it, like just open your mind up to new experiences and new things and all of these things just say you wish you could do one day, put them into practice and say, well, here's how I can do it. You yeah, know? they just tell themselves like, I don't have the time to do it, you know, because maybe they only get two weeks paid off, time off or something like that, yep. or it's too far. Most know? of those people have like, you know, hundred hours of PTO that they haven't that is taken so true. before. All y'all homies blows that my have mind. all this PTO. Yeah. It blows my mind. People are like, oh yeah, I've had a hundred hours, 200 hours, 300. Like what? Yeah. Like take those time off and enjoy your life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, those are really great examples of different things that we have personally had conversations with people that we've heard them say to themselves that just aren't true, you know? And um, so again, first thing, list out the stories that you're telling yourselves to figure out what are your priorities? What is it that you actually want your family, not the family on Instagram? Three, be mindful. So when you hear yourself say these things, either out loud or in your head, you can combat them. And four, practice speaking truth to yourself instead and to your partner, you know, calling each other out when you hear the limiting belief and then reaffirming the truth to each other is huge. It goes a really long way. Yeah. And it's something, again, that I'm currently diving into myself, figuring out myself. I'm trying to decide what do I want in life. So you're not alone. <laughs> if you're like, well, I don't even know what my priorities are. I don't know what I want. Girl, me too. Me mm-hmm. too. You know, So we are in this together. We're figuring it out. And if you would like to talk about this more with me, I would love 
to have a conversation with you. You can message me on Instagram at Tira Wages. I love just having these kinds of conversations. And to every single person who has made the time, gotten on and left us a review, thank you from the bottom of my heart. It means the absolute world to me. Yeah, up to 111 now. So I want to do a super special thank you to L Copeland. One, two, three, one, two today. I love this podcast and I'm not a podcast person. I don't know how they are able to squeeze a podcast into their very entertaining chaos, but I'm glad they did for the rest of us who are in the middle of mom and work and life. Thank you so much, El Copeland. You are awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to everyone else who's left a review, seriously, thank you so much. It helps me to uh, to speak truth to myself. You yeah, know? absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And as far as us squeezing this podcast in, if you want to see this picture of what we're working with right now in this RV, I know this isn't going to be our last RV podcast. Uh, podcast for sure. This is our first big trip as a family. We went to Arkansas to hot springs and we're in memphis and wes where do you want to go next don't didn't you want to go to tetons tetons i've never said that word where is it you wanted to go up there i want to go to glacier but not right now Glacier national park yeah hey i'm game <laughs> they close it in october so oh really yes yeah glacier national park let us know where you think we should go that's a great idea i mean after um so we have a few jobs in october and after that i mean available yep i hope we stay available yeah so awesome thank you so much for being here i know that life is a little crazy and there are days that you feel a little crazy especially when i can't shouldn't don't or just aren't good enough you are not alone i get it be happy and love each other peace see ya